Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, August 20th, and this is for August 20th through August 26th. Today in Los Angeles, we are experiencing a tropical storm, Tropical Storm Hillary, and we're also experiencing an earthquake, apparently. We had one not too long ago, so everyone is staying safe from both uh, the tropical storm and the earthquake. We're wishing everyone in L.A. and everyone along Hillary's path all the best. We do hope you're staying safe. And we're also thinking about the people of Maui who are recovering and rebuilding from the horrible wildfire earlier this month. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see what the planets are doing. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, Mercury is at 21 degrees Virgo today, and it's going to remain at 21 degrees Virgo until August 29th. So for about 10 days, Mercury is going to be stuck at the same degree. That's noteworthy because Mercury usually moves about one degree a day, not quite a full degree, but close to one degree a day. And now it's going to move one degree degree in 10 days. And Mercury always does this slowdown whenever it's about to turn retrograde or when it's about to end its retrograde phase and turn direct. But with Mercury moving much, much slower than it normally does, that will, of course, impact our thoughts and our communications. So be mindful of that, that we're already working with a slow-functioning Mercury, even though it doesn't officially turn retrograde until this Wednesday. That is good to keep in mind. Remember, Mercury retrograde isn't just when it's retrograde. There's that pre- and post-period, so thank you for the reminder. You bet. And shorthand version of that, right now you can expect your internet to be slow. (laughs) Slow internet right now. It's all you need to know, the least you need to remember. All right, also today, Sunday, August 20th, the sun formed a quincunx with Neptune around 1 a.m. Pacific time. Also, just want to say, (laughs) happy birthday to my dad. That's right. Happy birthday, Ron. Yes. There's a lot going on in the world right now, but I did want to mention that it's my dad's birthday, and he is in New York, far away from all this madness here. So hope you're having a good birthday, Dad. Yeah, he's no doubt watching the Yankees play, and hopefully the Yankees win. Let's let's hope Mercury retrogrades on the Yankees' side for this one. Definitely. With this, uh, what am I even talking about? The sun, Neptune, quincunx. With that quincunx, maybe your morning got off to a groggy start. Maybe you had some memorable dreams last night. Mm. Now, a quincunx is when two planets are 150 degrees apart. And when two planets form this particular aspect, or in this case, the sun and a planet, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it means that things just don't line up. The planets just don't have enough in common where they can work together harmoniously. And as a result, the quincunx can also be looked at as a time where we maybe release something or let go of something. The sun is currently in its home sign of Leo. Neptune is also in its home sign, its home sign of Pisces. And with Neptune involved, there's always a cloudiness or a fogginess that it brings to the table. So we could be a little confused about a situation like why are we having a tropical storm in L.A. during the month of August, no doubt. Or we could just be Mm -hmm. feeling groggy and tired in general. This weekend, I personally have been exhausted Mm -hmm. for basically no reason. And I am fully blaming it (laughs) on this Sun-Neptune quincunx because Neptune can drain our energy. Neptune rules the dream world. It Mm. speaks in symbols as opposed to logic and using words. You know, but Mercury, of course, prefers words and logic. But with Neptune involved, we have a fuzziness hanging over us today. 
it's not the best day to try to push things through because we might not be seeing things clearly anyway. Mm. Tomorrow, Monday, August 21st, I would say it's a potentially cranky start to the week. It's going to be a very Plutonian day. Pluto will square the moon on Monday, and it will also form a quincunx. There's that word again. <laughs> so that means that Pluto will be forming a quincunx with the sun. Pluto and the sun will be 150 degrees apart. So Pluto, the planet of intensity, power struggles, control, death, and rebirth, will be making its presence felt on Monday big time. Mm. So it's not the most gentle of vibes we'll be feeling on Monday. And to add to that Plutonian influence, the moon will enter Scorpio around 4.30 p.m. Pacific time on Monday. And Scorpio is, of course, ruled by Pluto. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if Monday was a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, and Leonardo DiCaprio is a Scorpio, Scorpio. of course, this movie would feel, Monday would feel more like The Revenant than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. If that helps at all. Like, I don't remember the Revenant soundtrack <laughs> having even one Paul Revere and the Raiders song on it. No. Whereas Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that soundtrack had several. Yes. Or at least two Paul least Revere two. and the Raiders songs. But yeah, Monday with that Sun Pluto quincunx, we might feel a need to purge or release something from our lives, or a situation might come to a head that forces us to make a decision. Mm. That's Monday. We'll talk about the rest of the week soon, but first I want to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. Every week I like to ask Elmi a question or three to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, I mentioned that Monday is going to have a very Plutonian vibe to it, a lot Mm -hmm. of Scorpio energy out Mm -hmm. there on Monday. As a Scorpio, are you excited for Monday, August 21st? Is that a date that you have had circled on your calendar for months maybe even years no i'm actually not excited because you just said that there might be a situation that forces us to make a decision Mm. i hate making decisions and i don't know why that is is that my libra venus or is that my pisces moon i think your venus and libra is a factor when it comes to having trouble making decisions at times sometimes you can make them i've seen you make decisions really when there was that time we were like an in and out burger (laughs) and you ordered like the number three or whatever you got with like so oh, yeah. much you're just convinced that this was the perfect order you just nailed it and that was just like a few weeks ago right wasn't that in july or something i do remember that i had all Such my conviction i had all my modifications ready i think i wanted a protein style and i knew just exactly how to order that in the most effective way possible that's hilarious that we both remember that it's like yeah that was good decision making elmy yeah you nailed it yes you really showed up that day Thank with the you. decision making okay so it can be done okay all right so Monday, okay, got got that answer. Another thing I wanted to ask you, now summer is winding down, mm. kind of, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what the seasons are anymore. And with summer, we associate barbecues and picnics and that kind of a thing. Mm. Oftentimes, there's potato chips mm. at these barbecues and picnics. As a Scorpio, do you have a favorite potato chip? I do. A lot of people have a sweet tooth. I have a salty tooth. So for me, it's potato chips, french fries over ice cream or candy. So... I do have a favorite potato chip. Now, favorite potato chip overall is going to be salt and vinegar. Favorite potato chip at Trader Joe's, that's going to be those dill pickle chips or the patio chips, which is a combination of the dill pickle chips, salt and vinegar chips, ketchup chips, and barbecue chips. Mm. I don't usually like barbecue chips at all, but they work when they're combined with everything else. It's this salty, umami deliciousness 
So those are, and then of course there's the classics like Cheetos, Hot Cheetos, gotta love those. Uh, yeah, I think I think that about sums it up, right? I think that's a good a good roundup of tasty chips. I didn't know that you had such range when it came to your <laughs> potato chip taste. That's really impressive. You have quite the palate. Uh, I'd like to ask you a quick follow-up question, go the other route. Mm. Is there a type of potato chip you just do not like and totally detest? I usually really don't like barbecue chips. And I think that's because when I was a little kid, I ate way too many, like an entire family size bag to myself. That did not end well. And maybe that's why I still don't like them. The only way I like them, as I said, is when they're blended with those other like salty, tasty chips. So I won't eat those. Um... I think that's about it. I think otherwise I'm, I'm down for any other kind of potato. Oh, you said potato chips and I mentioned Cheetos. Those are not potato chips at I all. just meant chips in general. Okay. So yeah, that's fine to, to go uh, whatever chips you like, whatever crunchers appeal to you. <laughs> crunchers. And before you go, one last toss-up question. <laughs> before I go, where am I going? Yes. Before we end this segment, yes. one toss-up question. Do you like Pirate's Booty or mm. Sun Chips? Which one do you prefer? I prefer Pirate's Booty. I do love a good sun chip, especially those cheesy ones. Those are great. But Pirate's Booty, it's so... Those are, like, I don't want to risk stereotyping or anything, but I feel like those are the perfect girl chips. Like, when I was in high school, it was like Pirate's Booty was the lunchtime accessory. They're light and fluffy and cheesy, and they're like a very girly, like, you paint your nails and you eat some Pirate's Booty, and it's just, it's just perfect. Great. That does sound like a perfect afternoon or activity and thank you almy as always for sharing we appreciate your scorpio take on life sure i don't know why i'm out of breath just talking about chips gets me. sun quincunx neptune it's it's tires us Whew, all Plus right. we're, we're sitting here during a, a storm and earthquake and whatever but and we're keeping the door if you can hear the rain in the background i'm sorry it's even though it's a storm it's a tropical storm so it's weirdly humid outside for la we're not used to hot weather when it's raining so we are keeping the door open so thank you thank you for your patience and i'm sorry i'm so out of breath you're doing great you're doing great (laughs) and now i'm going to start talking anyway so catch your breath there and that concludes the ask a scorpio segment of our show now we left off with tuesday so tuesday august 22nd the moon will be in scorpio all day the intensity from monday will continue but it's also a time to potentially confront things or have a heart-to-heart conversation as the scorpio moon always encourages us to dig beneath the surface Mm -hmm. and get to the heart of the matter and and, you know that goes for monday as well monday and tuesday both days for maybe digging a little deeper maybe we don't want to but at the same time it's more the energy in there if we want to confront some things we might find people are more receptive to that now two aspects to note on tuesday the first one venus and remember venus is still retrograde and will remain retrograde until september 3rd venus will form a square with jupiter on tuesday a square is generally a challenging aspect but with venus and jupiter involved i mean these are two planets that are both interested in optimism Mm. and having a good time all right seeing the bright side of life you know so the real challenge with this aspect might just be staying focused Mm. staying on task Uh you might prefer to take the day off or, or shirk some kind of responsibility and there might be a tendency to overdo things a bit maybe a party too hard uh, if you're partying on a tuesday but me- be mindful of that and mm. try not to blow things out of proportion with mm. jupiter involved sometimes we tend to exaggerate things or make a bigger 
make a situation bigger than it really needs to be. Okay. Now, the other aspect to be aware of on Tuesday is that Mars is going to oppose Neptune. And that's a tricky one because Mars usually wants to solve problems with force and with assertiveness. And when it's opposing Neptune, it can have trouble seeing its target. And as a result, it might not get the results it wants if it goes full force mm. like it usually does. So Tuesday would be the day to back off from any arguments. This aspect might also discourage us a little bit. Neptune can make us feel unsure of ourselves, can make us question things. So if you are feeling heated up from this transit on Tuesday, it might be best to try to channel it creatively as opposed to trying to get your way or force your viewpoint on someone. Or just give it a few more days until this passes and try to find a resolution then. Mm. Wednesday, August 23rd is a very, very busy day. The sun will enter Virgo at 2 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. So, au revoir, Leo season. Wow. So, uh, Virgo season starts Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Mm. Wednesday, Virgo season. The party is over. Time to get practical <laughs> and logical again. Time to get back to work. The sun will remain in Virgo until September 22nd. And while Virgo does have a more pragmatic approach to life than Leo does, Virgo is also a mutable sign. It's changeable. Mm. Leo is, of course, a fixed sign. It does not have a lot of give. So if you've been feeling stuck in certain areas of your life, or if certain things haven't been moving as quickly as you would like, the sun moving into Virgo could bring some movement and fluidity to those things. Mm. So watch for that. Okay. And as I mentioned, Mercury officially turns retrograde on Wednesday, August 23rd, around 1 p.m. Pacific time. The usual advice for any Mercury retrograde would be slow down, be flexible, allow more time to get where you need to go, review things, revise things, work on finishing up projects that might have stalled, mm. reconnect with old friends, reconnect with family. It's a favorable time to go back and work on any unfinished business. Okay, so Mercury retrograde is not all bad. I think it has a reputation for being a very difficult time with no upside. Right. It is a slowdown period for sure. And for people who always like to move forward in life, well, I guess we always move forward in life whether we want to or not. But for people who expect to move forward in life at a certain pace, I think Mercury retrograde slowdowns can be really, really annoying for mm. those folks. But if you're aware of it, again, all you can really do with this stuff is just be aware of it and then make your choices accordingly. Mm -hmm. But again, anytime we're talking Mercury retrograde, just be more open to the fact that certain things might take a little more time. Mm -hmm. People might not understand you. You might not understand someone else mm -hmm. and, and all that fun stuff. It's never a great time to sign a contract or mm -hmm. make big decisions, mm -hmm. of course, if you have to. Just get as many details as you can. Read the fine print, etc. And Mercury will remain retrograde in the sign of Virgo until September 15th. Thursday, August 24th, the moon will be in Sagittarius. Ooh. It enters Sagittarius around 1 a.m. on Thursday. The moon will square both the sun and Saturn, so emotionally we might feel a little out of sorts. Mars will form a trine with Pluto that day. Now, Mars was not having any luck working with Neptune earlier in the week with that opposition I mentioned, but on Thursday, August 24th, Mars will find a friend in the form of Pluto. Mars and Pluto will form a trine on Thursday, and those are two powerhouse planets working in harmony. 
both of those planets are interested in getting their way mm. and not really stopping at much of anything in order to accomplish their goals. We could all be feeling very emboldened on Thursday as a result of this aspect. This is an aspect that empowers us to look our fears right in the face. Mm. So there's definitely some warrior energy in the air on Thursday. And Almy, oh, that's you. That's you, me. yeah. I noticed that you will be experiencing your Mars return that day. Oh. So right around the time of the Mars Pluto trine, you're going to be experiencing your Mars return. So this is like a super Mars on steroids day for you. Oh, so this is Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, August twenty fourth. Okay. Now, we all experience a Mars return about once every two and a half years. Okay. That's about how long it takes for Mars to travel around the Zodiac and return to the place it was when we were born. Mm. And, Emily, what you can look forward to with your Mars return. Yes. A Mars return can definitely fire us up. Okay. Make us want uh, to have our voice heard. Okay. It can fire us up to stand up for ourselves, express ourselves. But it can also make us overdo it too. There we go. There's always a. There's always Two a. Sides. But wait a minute Two before sides. you enjoy astrology too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, well put. <laughs> now, not everyone around us will be as fired up as we are when we're experiencing our Mars return. So we need to make sure we're not riding roughshod over others as well, not being too impulsive or reactionary. Mm. But a Mars return can find you asserting your voice or in a position where you need to assert your voice and stand up for yourself. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be but in Thursday that position. But Thursday isn't here yet. You, Thursday, you're going to be a whole new person. Oh, no. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to guard against burning bridges there if possible. There it is. There it is. There it is. Still Though, it Stand is. up for yourself, but watch out that you don't burn bridge. It's like when? When is it a good time in astrology to just like enjoy yourself now that Leo's season is over? Oh man, your Mars return has already begun. <laughs> this is great. I love it. But it is definitely go for it energy. You know, you are working with your personal power right okay, now. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. And one person I noticed. Britney Spears, actually, she had her Mars return last week. <gasps> no way. On August 16th. And that was the same day it was announced that she and Sam Ashgari will be getting a divorce. Oh, my gosh. That was wild. the day of Britney Spears' Mars return. Okay, this is what I love about astrology. I love when you can find connections like that that really sort of speaks to what this is all about, learning about behavior and emotions and how they tie into everything else. I think those little details, I'm sorry, I think that's really, really interesting yeah. that on the day... Britney Spears and Sam Asghari announced their divorce also was the day of Britney Spears' Mars return. Come on. Do pop culture and astrology collide better than that? I don't think so. Yeah. There you go. Man, I love this Mars return that you're experiencing. <laughs> this is great. You're fired Let's up. Let's do it. But yeah, um, on, on uh, August 16th, Mars was at 23 degrees Virgo that day. And you can look up Britney Spears' chart online. You'll see that she was born when Mars was at 23 degrees Virgo. Amazing. And Mars is only going to be at that exact degree once every two and a half years. It happened to be that day that that announcement was made. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. But it's just something I noticed. And, of course, wishing uh, Britney and, and Sam all the best as they go through their divorce. Mm. Now, Friday, August 25th, all lunar aspects that is, you know, it's when, okay, Friday, August 25th, misread my notes. It will be all lunar aspects that day ah. created by the Sagittarius moon. All lunar aspects are fleeting. They don't last longer than a few hours. 
and the Sagittarius moon will do its usual dance where it gives us a boost of energy. It'll make us feel inspired, make us want to explore a little bit. And that doesn't need to be a big exploration. You know, maybe you just go to a museum you don't normally go to. Or maybe you feel more spontaneous and decide to attend an event where normally you would stay at home on a Friday night. But expect there to be an energetic start to the weekend on Friday thanks to the enthusiasm that the Sagittarius moon brings to the table. Saturday, August 26th, the moon will be in Capricorn all day, and it will form a nice trine with the sun, and it will also sextile Saturn. Mm. Saturday actually is going to be a very Saturnian day, and I'm also going to mention, I'm going to jump ahead real quick, this aspect isn't exact until Sunday, August 27th, but on Sunday, August 27th, the sun is going to oppose Saturn, and that is something that's noteworthy because the sun is like our ego. It's like us wanting to be awesome and amazing. Whenever the sun is shining on us, it wants us to express ourselves fully and just be the best version of ourselves. But when the sun is opposing Saturn, Saturn, unfortunately, is that planet that says, eh, you're okay, but you know, you're not, you're not anything special. So there can be this kind of push and pull between those two things. And anytime Saturn's involved, there can also be slowdowns or just... Um, Certain energy, is, it's not as conducive to awesomeness. Let's just put it that way. Mm. So we're going to be feeling that on Saturday as well. Probably be feeling it Friday. That aspect is actually exact next Sunday. We'll talk about that more next Sunday. This opposition happens like once a year. But Saturday, the day Saturday gets its name from the planet Saturn. And Saturn energy, the beneficial things is that it can keep us on track. It can keep us dis disciplined. We can accomplish a lot, but it can also have us being a bit too hard on ourselves, telling ourselves, well, you know, I should have accomplished this by now, or I should have made that decision instead of this other choice I made. It can make us feel a little more inhibited, isolated, and, you know, just like I said, a little more difficult to just let loose and express ourselves. And the sun always wants us to express ourselves, but, you know, when it's opposing Saturn, there can be these frustrations, restrictions, and struggles with authority, potentially, as well. And then one other thing I want to mention before I turn it over to Elmi is that next Sunday, August 27th, around 6.30 a.m. Pacific time, Mars will enter the sign of Libra. And Mars doesn't do as well when it's in Libra. Mm -hmm. Mars prefers to be impulsive, mm -hmm. to shoot from the hip. And Libra, of course, is the sign of the scales. It prefers to look at both sides of a situation weigh the pros and cons before ordering at In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> so Mars is going to be slowed down quite a bit once it enters Libra, where it will remain until October 12th. More on that next week. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. We love you. We hope you're staying safe out there. And I think Elmi's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's get in a nice, comfortable position so that we can do our mini meditation to close the show where we take three slow deep breaths in and then three slow deep breaths out. So I'll give you a moment to get settled, to get ready. And first, as always, we're going to release some tension we're holding on to. So release the tension in your forehead. Unclench your jaw. And release those shoulders, let them drop. If you would like to close your eyes, you can do so now. And take that first slow, deep breath in and out. 
in, out. Last deep breath in and out. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are at Something About Astrology. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend, a great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.